airing the Addisons. Let me say this, as followers of the Lord Jesus Christ, we've got to be careful and make sure that in everything, man, we are trying to get as close to what the word says as possible. And we got to understand that with that type of wickedness, man, you know, God does not wink at that. That's judgment. Promoting truth, wisdom, and empowerment. And you don't have shades of truth. You have truth or you have error. You have fact or you have fiction. And now we go into the thick of it. Uh oh. Uh oh. Erin Addison's. On American Family Radio, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm mm-hmm. Miki. And I'm Will. And uh, Sherry B. is over in Studio CC. Uh, we'll try to get to some calls in the last segment. And if we have time, maybe we'll start off the last segment. Uh, just with a quick reminder, we'll keep talking about this um, revealing. And I guess doing our part to reveal that you don't have to <clears throat> excuse me, align yourself with Black Lives Matter, nor yeah. use their calling card um, mm-hmm. to make yourself appear to not be given to partiality. Right. We cannot drill that down enough. That's, I mean, that's enough is just enough of that kind of manipulation and that kind of control. So we'll try to spend just a little bit of time um, at the end of the program. If we have it um, revealing yet another reason why Mm -hmm. um, this is not something that we need to be affiliated with as Christians. There are a lot of Christians who don't know um, how to stand faithfully apart from cultural hashtags like i yeah, i mean yeah that's a problem yeah that's a problem you know it's the same thing of the hashtag me too movement the church got involved in that like yep. you know as if we don't have enough biblical authority to stand against wickedness we adopt cultural hashtags like that's what a downgrade yeah right what and a it's downgrade. a show of just trying to be relevant you yes know, in the world yes. like it's it's almost it's a form of wanting the world to like you that's right. You know, That's but right. we already know from they're not going they're, to they're not going to. And yeah. so but to to hitch our wagons onto these different hashtags and these different, you know, things, it's it's all an mm. effort that, man, I, you know, I'm not that type of Christian. You yes. Know, I have. Yes. I have empathy and sympathy. That's right. You know, it's it's your it's your cultural badge that allows you to be the type of Christian that is just, um, you know, innocuous enough that, you know, you get to move about the culture freely. Exactly. And so it's it's your button. It's it's like it's your button. You know what I mean? Like I'm okay. I'm I'm one of you. Yes, I'm I'm a Christian and <laughs> but I'm also one of you. And that's you know, that's the important thing in the culture today. So we'll yeah. try to keep shining a light on that. I d I don't want to um I don't want to have one note as it pertains to looking at well, as it pertains to the culture. Like mm-hmm. I don't just want to talk about issues that pertain to skin color because of my skin color. Do you understand? Like, I don't think that, and let me just say this, frankly, I don't think that black people can only talk about black issues and should only be sought out for black issues. I despise that. I despise that. So I purposely um, try not to just delve into that because, Oh, you should listen to me because I'm black. I think anyone should be able to talk about any issue. And if you're a Christian, you should be talking about those issues from a decidedly biblical worldview. Yes. So the question should never be 
Who do we have that's black or that's white or that's Asian or that's Hispanic who can talk about this? That should not be the question. The question should be who has information on this topic and can shed light on it? Mm -hmm. That should be the question. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I'm not talking about Black Lives Matter because I'm black. I'm talking about Black Lives Matter because I'm a Christian and I see this organization infiltrating the church. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of confusion surrounding it. Yeah. You don't you don't need this is not the topic of the today we're talking <laughs> about TikTok. I'm sorry for anyone who <laughs> let's just stick to the script here. Anyone who tuned in today, as we said, we're gonna be talking about TikTok. Let's just <laughs> Well, we gotta listen to stories that we're collecting. You wanna talk about that? We're gathering Great. Tell us about that, we're Will Great. Stories now <laughs> to play during our fall sharathon. Yeah. We'd like to hear from you. So if you have a testimony of some of something that you heard on American Family Radio, how it's made a difference in your life, we would love to uh, for you to uh, leave that listener a testimony. You can just call and share just for a couple of minutes, two minutes. Mm -hmm. um, and you might hear yourself during share which is always, you know, a pretty That's cool fun. thing. Our listener storyline is 877-876-8893. That's 877 877- Eight seven six eight eight nine three, and so it'll be a recording. It will be produced. You know, it, you won't be live on the air when you call. You can leave it just like a, a voice mail uh, message and and mm -hmm. uh, just your testimony of, of what American Family Radio has has meant to you and maybe something that you heard on one of the shows that really helped you out. We would love to hear. It. Yes, very good. Yeah. Um, also coming up in the next segment, we will have Helen Riley. Uh, Helen Raleigh join us. Um, to talk about TikTok. I read her piece over at the Federalist website and I thought it gave a lot of background information um, on TikTok that's so important for parents to know. Um, the update and the reason we decided to go back into the thick of it with TikTok, well, one, so very many of our kids are using TikTok. Yeah. And I think that people just have no idea how much information is being collected yeah. by TikTok. I didn't know, because the thing is, the only thing I see from, like, TikTok is, like, people doing dances. Right. And I don't see it on TikTok because mm -hmm. I don't have it, but you just see it. They can share it. You see the effects of yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> and they can share it on, like, Facebook right. and different things. So, you know, it's it, I, collecting data and all that kind of stuff. It's like, what? So you know? it's so so it goes it goes a step further than collecting data, right? Because mm -hmm. like you have Google, yeah, which collects data. All of our like and you Those I mean apps, um Facebook apps. and yeah. yes, all all of the social media apps collect data from us. Like that we all know that, right? We all understand that. They collect this data, they market to us. Everybody has had that experience and the and the first time this started happening, it was really creepy to us that you would visit a website, right. say you're looking and, at a sofa, and then, and then all of a sudden you're sofas. on Facebook and you're like, <laughs> why are they reminding me or asking yeah. me about sofas? Like how? And so we were all creeped out by that, right? I'm still creeped out. Well, yeah, but largely we accept it. Yeah, we're largely like, we do, but it's still like <laughs> it something in the back though, of my right? mind is like, oh. That's right. Oh. That's right. It is still quite <laughs> creepy. But we have we have come to accept that our data is being gathered so that we can be marketed to. And so we kind of understand yeah. this because we understand that there is there is no such thing as a free service or a True. free app. Right. True. So we know that there is somewhere 
that money has to be exchanged for these platforms. So and you're for telling me platforms. TikTok is taking it to a different level, though. TikTok takes it to an incredibly different level. And okay. this is one of the things you remember, we played this clip, um, Senator Josh Hawley, who yes. authored the Senate bill to ban TikTok on all government devices, which, by the way, that passed the Senate. Um, it, just saying that TikTok is collecting our data, just saying that this data is going back to the Chinese Communist Party mm -hmm. um, is an understatement. So. I want to say like a couple weeks ago, I was actually listening to a podcast is a Daily Signal podcast where Virginia Allen was interviewing Klon Kitchen, who is the director of the Heritage Foundation Center for Technology Policy. And I was really interested in this conversation because the the of the topic of the discussion is um, or was that China is trying to steal data from the United States government and from you. Mm. And so, you know, these are the kinds of things that, you know, we think that the president is just sort of being superfluous when he says these things. We, mm -hmm. we think that there's, you know, but really there's so much information that we're not aware of. Well, as I was listening to this podcast and just kind of taking in casually taking in the information, the conversation turned to TikTok. And this is where I really perked up, because I think that most Americans, most parents don't understand the implications of China stealing intellectual property, mm. right? Like we don't, we are not Apple. So we're like, if there's like a knockoff Apple phone, we can kind of understand that that's not fair, that that shouldn't happen, but we don't have the same level of interest because we don't run these companies. We don't own it. So we know that's not right, but we don't feel it the way that, you know, yeah. Apple would feel it or the way right. that Google would feel, you know, having their intellectual property stolen. However, with TikTok, and this is what really grabbed my attention, understanding that the amount of information that is gathered mm -hmm. by the Chinese government and harvested and the way this information could potentially be used, I think is something that is alarming. Now, listen, there are people who would say, um, if my kid is 14 years old, 13 years old, mm -hmm. and they have a TikTok account, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter that China is able to see their videos. Okay. It doesn't matter much data to be taken. That's that would their be kids. the assumption. That mm -hmm. would be the assumption. But here is something that I learned in listening to this podcast. And I thought, now this is the type of information that needs to be shared far and wide. This is the type of information that when you have president Trump say, um, okay, TikTok or uh, ByteDance, the company that owns TikTok, hmm. has until September 15th to find a U.S. buyer, to find a company to buy this, um, to, to buy out TikTok. I just don't want um, to be like Bill Gates or somebody. Well, okay. <laughs> I man, mean, Will, I'm telling you, so, that so like there that's the has been some talk it. about like Microsoft <laughs> buying it. There's, okay. There's been some talk. You know, no. actually... <laughs> Because, you know, like the operating system used by the Chinese government is like Microsoft. You know what I'm saying? So like, he's so, going to give it to the so Chinese. So that's like, like yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't know that that's actually the better thing to do. Um, you know, I, I don't know that that's the, that's the, the better thing to do. But President um, Trump has made it clear that an uh, uh, American buyer needs to buy it. That, that's where you were going. Yes. Okay. Yes, exactly. Okay. So let me, um, so let me share this information here mm -hmm. before we get into our interview, uh, um, in, in the next segment here, mm -hmm. when we say that TikTok is collecting data, mm -hmm. right. And, and people think of like the security risks and all of those things. Um, one of the things that Klon Kitchen said, well, several things that, uh, 
Klon Kitchen pointed to in talking about the harvesting of this information mm-hmm. is that any information that TikTok collects on U.S. users under Chinese law must be made available to the Chinese Communist Party. Mm. So this becomes a huge problem, and it expend, it actually extends well beyond TikTok to cover every Chinese company. That information has oh. to make its way back to the Chinese Communist Party. This was all stuff that I thought, man, I had no idea. I think many of our listeners have no idea. But right. here's here's let's let's kind of get into oh. the thick of it here, okay? So the concern is not that the Chinese government is going to just watch your kids doing silly dances or doing quick little 15 second videos like the girl who said that, you know, she was going to show people her paper cut. Like, you know, these that's not the concern. Here is the concern. According to Klon Kitchen um, over at the Heritage Foundation, the concern is that TikTok collects what's called telemetry data. So it collects your GPS position. It collects, listen carefully to this, okay? It collects your contacts. It collects your online viewing habits. It knows who your family is. It knows where you live. It knows where you've been. It knows where you're likely going. It has the content of the videos itself, which means they can do voice analysis and facial recognition on all of the data that is collected that goes back to the CCP, all right? So all of this information is getting dumped into a large data pool back in China. Mm -hmm. Then it's getting commingled with other data that they're stealing and collecting. And nobody really knows what they're doing with it or if they're waiting to do more with all this information that they have. And keep in mind, by law, this is happening right now. And U.S. users are voluntarily providing all of this information to TikTok. One of the big concerns, and we'll probably get into this a little bit more in the second segment, is what happens with the information that is collected yeah. by, say, you know, China or the communist Chinese government. Mm-hmm. And, you know, down the line, you've got a 17 or 18 year old or in this case, um, let's talk about the Harvard educated young woman who's got her TikTok videos and all this information. Mm-hmm. Um, and then say they in the future run for some sort of political office. Or let's say that they they ha- they will one day hold some type of, you know, personnel clearance and, and, and some some of the upper echelons of government. Then there's a real question that there is a security risk because China could use all of the information that they've been harvesting over the years mm-hmm. on these people as a means by which to blackmail them mm. or their families. So remember, if TikTok gives the Chinese government access not just to the videos you're putting online, mm-hmm. but access to your phone's contents, uh, uh, contents mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. every keystroke harvested, this is a huge wow. problem. It's not just innocent dance videos. Yeah. All right, we'll grab the break and we'll be right back with Helen Raleigh. Stay close. Airing the Addisons, promoting truth, wisdom, and empowerment on American Family Radio. Welcome back to Aaron the Addisons. This is American Family Radio. I really do appreciate you listening. It's one of those, uh, we want to get a lot of information out to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're talking about the social media app, TikTok, and um, and hopefully you'll stay engaged with us and learn all the information you need to, to learn, um, specifically as a parent. And I guess you, know, you can even extend that as a friend. If somebody 
is using TikTok. You learn information, at least start a conversation with them um, asking questions about it. We know that. Um, well, we'll get into that. But let me just say I'm Miki. And I'm Will. And uh, joining us right now is Helen Raleigh, who was an immigrant from China and is an American by choice. She has over 20 years of experience in the financial services industry. She's the founder of Red Meadow Advisors uh, with the mission to help other Americans achieve financial freedom in their lives. She's the author of several books and a senior contributor uh, to The Federalist, which is where I found her piece on TikTok that we're going to talk to her about today. She's published numerous columns about China, immigration, international affairs, and free market economics. Her writings have also appeared in The Wall Street Journal, Fox News, National Review, and other national media outlets. She's a public speaker and political commentator, and we're really glad to have her on the program today because I think there's so much information and so many questions that we have about TikTok, especially when the president says, um, that ByteDance has until September 15th <laughs> to sell TikTok to a U.S.-owned company. I think people are having questions about that. There's also, and, and we'll get into this, there are um, articles. I wouldn't even call them news articles. I call them fluff pieces that have been written that say the president wants TikTok banned because he's personally offended, which shows the type of propaganda and the, <laughs> this, the type of ignorance. Right. That's present in our are present in our current news media. It's just it makes no sense. Um, Helen, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you guys for having me. Okay, so what I want to do is I would like to make sure that parents have just a little bit of background. Um, TikTok is wildly popular, more than 800 million active users worldwide. Uh, it's been downloaded more than two billion times. Uh, 41% of the users, you write this in your piece, 41% of TikTok users are age uh, 16 to 24, and parents are trying to figure out if they need to be concerned. What can you tell us about TikTok? So parents definitely should be concerned. TikTok is a app, uh, for, those, for those listeners who are not familiar with TikTok, it's an app that lets people to live singing and make very short less than 60-second videos about them doing something silly and funny and goofy. So that's why it's especially popular among young people, as the statistic you read, between 16 to 24-year-olds. Um, there are two versions. And so one version is in, China, in, in Chinese, and it is only available in China um, because it's owned, the TikTok app is owned by a Chinese company, Baidian. And TikTok is their English version that's uh, available outside of China. It really took off uh, in you know about three years ago, and of course you know during the pandemic when everybody's locked down, it mm -hmm. just exploded. Mm -hmm. uh, the reason we should be concerned so there are several reasons. Number one is uh, the secure the security of the app is the security. Um, I should say the security measures the app has is very weak. Mm -hmm. So early this year, an internet research company discovered a number of uh, security loopholes in the app. Basically, anybody with a basic skills can hack into somebody's TikTok account and have access to private information or private messages. Mm -hmm. And TikTok also uh, is known since its debut, it's known it doesn't keep a, a good uh, control of a uh, children's information, again, mm -hmm. because it's very popular among young people. Mm -hmm. So some people sign up are even younger than 16-year-olds. So TikTok last year actually had to settle 
a lawsuit with the Federal Trade Commission and paid for close to six million dollars um, because they didn't do enough to protect the children's, you know, youngsters' information. And it's not just the FTC. Uh, a number of other countries, like India and the United Kingdom, also invest TikTok for that, you know, for lack of control and the security measures uh, to protect the young people. But the most um, so most uh, important concern we have about TikTok is its relationship with the Chinese government. Mm-hmm. Because TikTok's parent company, ByteDance, is a China uh, Chinese company. Mm-hmm. Um, in China, all companies abide by the national security law, which give Beijing the, gov- the government the right to demand for information. And mm-hmm. they do not need a search warrant. When the government comes to knock your door demanding information, you have to give it to them. Mm. And there are also many signs that the Biden has very close relationship with the Communist Party. It actually has a Communist Party uh, branch uh, and a committee inside the company and it's run by one of their senior vice presidents. And so there are also other things about how they, the, the Biden's the company involved to help the government spread propaganda in Xinjiang and play a very sinister role in the persecution of the Uyghurs. Mm-hmm. But a specific for Americans is that the Biden has been uh, censoring Americans' the freedom of speech. For example, a, a TikTok star who made a statement on TikTok about uh, her support for the Uyghur Muslims and her video and her account was deleted, were deleted mm-hmm. by, mm-hmm. Um, by TikTok. Mm-hmm. And um, the, for all the parents out there, you know, when your kids are young, they may have no concern doing something silly, say something silly that they may regret later. Um, but the most sinister aspect of this app is because of the massive amount of data that's been collected and shared with the Chinese government. Just imagine this. Someday, when your child is ready to run for the Senate or he's the leading scientist in our space program, uh, the Chinese intelligence could go back to digging up all this data to find out what are the information that collected from this city past that they can use to blackmail him or her. So that, mm-hmm. that is really the most sinister aspect about this app. Now, I want to make sure, Helen, that our listeners don't miss what you said here, because I think, you know, so the company that owns TikTok, ByteDance, actually mm-hmm. has it has a committee within this company um, for the Chinese Communist Party. This One of the yeah. senior vice presidents serves on this committee. So when we're talking about. By law, these companies have to divulge the information that they collect to the Chinese Communist Party. It's not just, oh, that's that's the law. It's that this specific company, ByteDance, actually has a committee within its company for the Chinese Communist Party. Right. So, you know, that's why it really bothers me when I read the liberal media in America, you know, when they come to defend the TikTok, they'll just say, oh, you know, but Google collecting information to Facebook collecting information to, and they share with law enforcement. So, couple things, right? First, when Google and the Facebook collect information, they mostly use this for target marketing. Right. And mm-hmm. if our law enforcement wants them to share information, they have to go through very extensive legal procedures. 
They can't just walk into our law enforcement can't just walk into Facebook, demand the information, and Facebook will hand it to them. But that's exactly how it works in, in China. And in China, no companies can be successful without cooperating fully with the Communist Party, with the government. So that, mm-hmm. that's a tremendous difference between what you know, tech companies, how they operate in China versus how they operate in the United States. There's really no moral equivalency for, for people to say, oh, TikTok is no different from Facebook. Mm-hmm. No, that's very good. I, I think it's so important for us to point that out. And look, I've got to say, I've had some issues with Mark Zuckerberg, you know, and some of the things that I've I've found him um, doing on Facebook and censorship and all those things. But I, I will commend Facebook for I think that that was part of the problem with them even negotiating with uh, China and how Facebook would operate in that Zuckerberg was not willing to enter in, into an agreement where there would just be carte blanche access to all of this data. Is that correct? Yeah, that's why Facebook is barred, uh, still barred from entering into China. And uh, also that's why Google basically gave up their operation in China. But hmm. on the other hand, we have a number of uh, American tech companies are willing to make a compromise, and not just tech companies, we're talking about Hollywood, NBA, you know, um, many of them are willing to kowtow into such demand in order for a short, to make a short-term profit. Mm. Now, I, I want to ask this question because, you know, there are, there are ridiculous stories that suggest that President Trump is coming after TikTok because uh, TikTok users played a role in overinflating numbers that were going to participate in a rally um, back in July, and and also that there is a TikTok star who mocks the president on a regular basis. I mean, I was reading this in a Vogue article um, that there, you know, that the president is doing this because he's being petty. When in fact we know that the United States is not the only country that is taking measures to protect its citizens. Right. Yeah. I I can't stop laughing when I when I read that and and the same same also how New York Times uh, one of New York Times uh, tech writers you know perpetuate that the lie too it's just unbelievable because come on you know the president I think he's one of those rare persons that thrive in controversy and they are, <laughs> are more than one TikTok stars I mean he's mocked by CNN on daily basis he's come mocked on. by MSNBC on daily right. basis. He didn't, you know, he doesn't go shut them down. Why would a, you know, TikTok star bother him? This is so silly. It's like, you know, when it comes to good policies, you know, you don't have to agree with the president everything. I don't. But when he has a policy, you should, we as Americans, you know, you really should look at a policy, evaluate the policy. Mm. You know, is it a good policy? I just think Mm -hmm. the liberals really, they're against anything Trump. So even if Mm -hmm. it's a good policy, they can't see. They can't see straight. They just have to come out, make all this ridiculous views <laughs> in order to against it. That, that's just silly. Yeah, that's right. No, that's exactly okay. right, man. I, you know, I'm saying and and strongly suggesting to parents to take note of what is on their kids' phones, even to take note what's on what's on your own phone. And I don't know how much mm-hmm. you can speak to this, Helen, but I'm I'm really curious to know. You know, when we talk about the harvesting of data again. It's not just mm-hmm. the videos like nobody cares about the silly dance videos. Right. But it is also things Never. like keystrokes and its context. So if your kid has you in their context, all of this information 
is privy to TikTok. Am, am I right about that or is that an exaggeration? Oh, yes. And it's more. It's, it, it, it's about the private messages that you only want to share with somebody close, right? Mm-hmm. A private, intimate messages, you know, something you're not going to uh, show it to the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. But you communicate with uh, people who are close to you. And those informations are also being collected. So <laughs> it's very easy for somebody to come back, especially with a malicious intent, somebody wow. or an agency to come back to you blackmail you when you are, you know, famous or when you are in an important position, you know, to, mm-hmm. to compromise, you know, to make you uh, make a compromise. So those are the, the amount of data that uh, TikTok is collecting is massive. And wow. it's including how all it's including where did you access this information and mm-hmm. all your addresses and phone numbers and private messages and things you don't want to show but you have to register your payment information. It's just every everything. Wow. Now, um, there is discussion that Microsoft um, might purchase TikTok. Um, mm-hmm. I know that not everyone thinks that is the best idea. There are some people <laughs> who are kind of relieved by that. <laughs> but if I'm understanding correctly, does not the Chinese government run Microsoft as like its operating system? Is there a potential conflict there? Like, do you breathe a sigh of relief when you say Microsoft could buy TikTok? Or do you say, ooh, I, I don't know that that's that much better? What, do you, what are your thoughts on that? So I think, well, uh, Twitter is also in discussion to buy TikTok right now, mm-hmm. too. So I think for American for American based company to buy the TikTok American uh, operation is probably the best alternative out of the, all the other alternatives uh, because TikTok is very popular among American youth. Mm-hmm. So if you just outright ban that they can never use it anymore, which is actually what happened in India. India mm-hmm. basically banned the TikTok outright, and many India youth are complaining about it because there are uh, many people who make money um, by posting those videos on, online, especially during mm-hmm. the economy. Right? Uh, you don't want to shut down for people to have to make money, make a living in a very creative way. So I think if an American com- when an American company can purchase operation, separate that from the control of the Chinese government, yes, you know. Microsoft is still going to collect the information, but at least we can hold Microsoft accountable with the U.S. law, mm. like the privacy mm-hmm. laws, data security laws, national security laws. You know, we, we have a good recourse, you know, to hold Microsoft accountable. And that, to me, is like the best uh, solution out of all the other worst scenarios. Mm. Very good. That's that's really helpful yeah. to know. You know, it's just amazing because Americans need protection um, at the speed of technology and technology is constantly changing and there are all sorts of companies that are popping up and you never know which ones are going to take off. I mean, it's like one day you have never heard of TikTok and then the next day someone is asking mm-hmm. you if you're familiar with this TikTok star. And so um, this is just one of those things that we have to continue watching. We'll keep an eye on this as we head towards September 15th. But the president has made the absolute right decision with all of the advisors around him um, to to ban TikTok. I'm, I'm in full support, and I think anybody listening, hopefully after today, um, if they were kind of indifferent, maybe they've moved closer towards support for this as well. Helen Riley is a senior contributor to the Federalist and an immigrant from China. 
Uh, she's the owner of Red Meadow Advisors, and uh, we are so grateful for the time that she's allowed us to have with her to talk TikTok today. We're going to grab this break, and uh, we'll be right back. This is Airing the Addisons on American Family Radio. Please stay right there. Welcome back. What? This is this this is what it looks like Man. to try to put lawlessness on a leash and keep it as a pet. You can't do it. You <laughs> you cannot do it. I this is this is Yikes. exactly what it looks like. Welcome back to Aaron the Addisons <laughs> on American Family Radio. Ooh. Oh, it makes my skin crawl. I'm Miki. And I'm Will, and that was Believers by Path of Revelation. Sherry B is over in studio. CC, what say we start to get some calls queued up? And then uh, as that is happening, we'll kind of look at what happened in Chicago on Sunday night. uh, Wee hours of the morning, actually, um, which is interesting because the tactics seem to be um, shifting. The tactics seem to be shifting. 888-589-8840. You can comment on what we've talked about, largely TikTok, uh, but we're going to shift into BLM discussion here. 888 589-8840. Five eight nine eight eight four zero. Sherry B is over in Studio CC, and she'll take your calls. Uh, that was the voice of Ariel Atkins, um, Chicago BLM organizer, saying that, "Yep, looting is justified. Um, that's reparations. That's mm. the, getting those Gucci shoes, getting those Nikes. Um, those are major companies. Those companies were never quote unquote in our communities. They were in communities that we were never intended to be a part of. So looting is justified." And anybody wow. who wants to take a step back and like clutch their pearls and say, oh, I can't believe. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. Because <laughs> this, this is it. And so she I guess she feels like, well, if they don't want to give us reparation. We're just going to steal stuff. And take yeah. It. Yeah. And, and, and the sense the sense of entitlement, I'm telling you, this wow. type of um, Marxist indoctrination that will continue to grow, that will continue to grow in this movement, because what you need you need the leaders to buy into the um, the the deep motives of this organization, right? So they are in the positions of influence, but then you have the foot soldiers, all right, who mm-hmm. don't really care 
about like the real motives. They don't really care about the history. They don't really care about being quote unquote trained Marxists. They just want tennis shoes. Like they don't, I mean, they don't really care about that. They just want to, you know, bust up into the Sephora and then, you know, just get makeup compacts and things like that. I mean, that they don't really care about that. But listen to this, this kind of demand. So according to Chicago Sun-Times, um, Black Lives Matter leaders gave a statement. All right. And and basically these these are what our demands are. Um, and, and I'm going to quote here. The mayor clearly has not learned anything since May. And she would be wise to understand that the people will keep rising up until the Chicago Police Department is abolished and our black communities are fully invested in. Pause. Investment in black communities is a fully funded police department. <laughs> That's an investment in black communities. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. You all right? Back, back, no, I'm not. <laughs> back to the statement. Over the past few months, too many people, disproportionately black and brown, have lost their jobs, lost their income, lost their homes and lost their lives as the city has done nothing. And the Chicago elite have profited. No, actually, the elite have fled (laughs) the elite. Those who can get to higher ground. Yeah. Those who can get out of the melee, they're gone. Like they're not they're not suffering. So the black and the brown people of which you speak who are disproportionately suffering, they're suffering because of BLM. You got you guys, you're the I have seen the problem. <laughs> okay? It's you. You're the problem. One last thing. When protesters attack high-end retail stores that are owned by the wealthy and service the wealthy, that is not quote unquote our city. And has never wow. been meant for us. That's the statement coming from BLM Chicago. Um, you know something, and, and we'll go to the phone lines here. One of the biggest misconceptions is that uh, only white wealthy people are shopping at these high-end stores. Right. You'd be surprised to, and, and just excuse the expression here, but you'd be surprised at the billions, even some have estimated trillions of dollars that that are so-called black dollars. <laughs> Look, oh, okay, <laughs> man, I, I I never want to expose people, but look, there are some cultural things that are glaring here. All right, there are people who will skip paying certain bills. Mm-hmm. Yeah, y'all, come on, man, you don't want me mm-hmm. to tell the truth. You don't want me. You don't want me to say what is unsaid in the culture today. All right, there are some people who will skip paying bills to update a cell phone, to buy tennis shoes, to get their hair done and their nails done. Do not pretend. (laughs) 888-589-8840. Will the Great. All right. Please, where shall we go? Let's go to uh, Sean in Oklahoma. Hi, Sean. Hello today. Hello. Hello. What is going on? You're so mellow right now. <laughs> what is going on with you? <laughs> just, you need to just let it out and tell it like it is. Oh man, it gets me in trouble. <laughs> I just I'm calling about um, the TikTok thing and having an American company buy them. Mm-hmm. So what is going? One thing is there's so many different companies. Do we know which? American companies are really not owned by China in the background. 
you know Sean that's a great question we really don't but I would say to Helen Raleigh's point and and I think this is somewhat somewhat comforting it's not it's not 100% comforting okay but it's somewhat comforting to know that um like if it's if it's Microsoft which Will doesn't like if it's Microsoft <laughs> um then there is a little bit of a fence where information cannot just be dumped and, and given back to the CCP. Like there's a, there's a little bit of a defense there. Um, I don't know how much people trust it. I, I, you know, yeah. um, and, and with good reason, you it's know like, what I mean? It's like, like I, a chain link f- fence. It's not like a, a, a wall. Correct. <laughs> correct. That's a, <laughs> that, that is through. That's a great way to put it. Will the great that's yeah. That's so, so that's, that's my I thought. Think, yeah. yeah. And I agree with him. Thank you so much for your call, Sean. We appreciate you. Where do we go next? Well, the great, all right, let's go to uh, Jason in Mississippi. Hi, Jason. Hey, I just wanted to say, uh, first of all, <clears throat> when I get off, Will, I, if you would, I just respect you so much. And, and brother, I feel your pain because uh, I know Mickey is a hand. Okay. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> I know. I know she's a great handful, what? but she is a handful. I have big I, hands I though, like so it's you. good. I, Praise there God. There you go, and broad shoulders. But <laughs> I would like you to voice a prayer. Uh, I'd like you to voice a prayer, not only for your ministry, mm. but for all the other ones that are crying out in the wilderness. Mm. But, mm-hmm. but the second thing, and I'm lighthearted today, most every day. But I, I wanted to say also that. Um, Every time Mickey says the phone lines are open and call in, I just want to say, la, la. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jason, that's funny. And yet, Jason, here we are. Right. Here we are talking, okay? So I guess that is not the spirit speaking to you. Oh, what's that? We lost Jason? Oh, man. Where next do we go? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, anyway, I do appreciate Jason calling that's, in, but I'm doing funny. better. Why can't we just commend hey, me look, when people, I do well? People make it known. Like, we get emails about the lines being open <laughs> and the lack of. <laughs> Some people make it known. But anyway, let's go to. I just need to know whose side you're on. <laughs> I, I don't know right now. I'm just saying, you know, Jason, Jason is doesn't not make alone. roast. <laughs> Jason doesn't make roast. I don't know what Jason does. Oh, All right, no, man. I'm just kidding. Where do we go next? Let's week? go to Dennis in Mississippi. Hi, Dennis. Hey, hey, tell it, sister. Don't hold back, tell it. <laughs> I, uh, look, I I I know you two have prayed up because the wisdom you have can only come from the Spirit of God, Amen. and the only way to get Praise that God. is to be prayed up and asking for it. Amen. Because Praise I God. hear so much wisdom, and I'm trying to make it quick, but I, you, you said something that touched a nerve. I've watched TV, and I've learned to turn my TV off and open my Bible. Amen. But mm-hmm. but the, but the news you hear. You'll see uh, uh, people crying and just oh, I've got nothing to eat. I'm being thrown out of my house. And you look, and they've got three or four inch uh, 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 fingernails that don't come cheap. <laughs> they're, spend, they're spending their money on yeah. the wrong things. You're right. You are exactly right. But anyway, I, do, I want y'all. Uh, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. No, no. You. I just. I'm sorry. That's just. I'm a loud listener. You're, you are making some great observations right now, okay? Like, you know, I saw, let me just say this, Dennis, thank you so much thank for calling you, in. I'm going to read this, and um, I saw this come up in my news feed, and I thought, wow, this is, this is really interesting, and I don't know who wrote this. I don't know if they took a screenshot of this in a newspaper. It looks like it. 
Um, but this is interesting. The question is, what is privilege? And this is what it goes on to, to read. It says, privilege is wearing $200 sneakers when you've never had a job. Privilege is wearing $300 Beats <laughs> headphones while living on public mm-hmm. assistance. Privilege is having a smartphone with a data plan which you receive no bill for. <laughs> Privilege is living in public subsidized housing when you don't have a water bill, where rising property taxes and rent and energy costs have absolutely no effect on the amount of food you can put on the table. Man. Privilege is the ability to go to a march against and protest against anything that triggers you without worrying about calling out for work. Wow. That's man, privilege. That's real. <laughs> you can listen, man. That we don't. Real. You know, look, if people, <laughs> man, if people took the bumper guards off and just drove the vehicle like drive, you know, this. <laughs> we can have a real conversation about yeah. this, people. I, yeah. I, I dare anyone to try to tell me what I don't know about this specifically. Do you understand what I'm saying? I have been, I remember, man, I'm going to squeeze in the one more call, but let me just say this. I have been in the grocery store where our local fellowship went in and we were like, man, you know what we're going to do? And I don't say this to toot any horns. I'm, I'm giving you facts, people, where you say, man, we're going to prayerfully be led by the spirit of God. And this is around Thanksgiving. Will the great, you might remember this. And we're, like, we're just going to buy people's Thanksgiving groceries, man. Mm-hmm. We're just going to go buy people's like, we're just going to let the Lord lead us. And here we we're talking to this one lady who's talking about how she doesn't know how she's going to get food on the table this Thanksgiving. She doesn't know how she's going to do this. And we're like, oh, man, you know, maybe it's her. And then she gets a call on the second phone. She's got one phone in her hand. <laughs> yeah. And the other phone is in the purse ringing. And it's like, it's like, oh, hold on just a second. Whoa. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we look, we put money into what our priorities are. It's true. And it's not fair that people will save and will pinch. You know, people, you, you, I've had, you, <laughs> let's try to, I'm sorry. <laughs> let's yeah, right, try to squeeze. Right. No, I'm not. I need an inhaler. Oh my goodness. Let's try to squeeze in one more call. Where All right, let's go to David in Oklahoma. Hi, David. Hey, greetings and salutations. <laughs> greetings. <Hello. laughs> so bright and cheery. <laughs> go hey, ahead, David. Uh, used to be a government contractor, and they always warned us about the data mining and stuff. People don't understand that whenever that happens and that you say, yes, I allow this, I allow that, they can actually access your camera on your phone anytime they want to. They can access Mm. your email on your phone anytime Mm. they want to. They can access anything on your phone. They can go in and pull any information if you have a document for work. Hmm. That somebody emailed you. That is theirs. Wow. And I, I just didn't know if people understood. They can access your camera, turn it on, and record what you're doing at any time they want to. Wow. Come on, wow. David. Listen, Thank you know, you, I'm going to tell you something. I don't think that I've ever made <sighs> the connections, but we we realize, I think people would understand this, for other apps that you have yeah. downloaded to your phone, they ask for permission to right. have access and to your like, camera. Yeah, hello. Go ahead. And you just <laughs> like you're like, oh I want this app. Goodness. Go ahead. Yes. <laughs> I got to tell you, there are some that, you know, I've gotten, you know, you, you install them on your phone. You've heard about it. it's like, oh, there's an app for this. And they start asking you questions. 
And to me, I don't know. It's like that moment where you just close the door on the unwanted visitor. I'm like, ah, you know, I'm out. I, I'm sorry. I, at this point, I'm not giving you permission for that. I'm not giving you. You just reach your limit. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think we can all agree on this, though. I think we can agree that TikTok is definitely a threat to national security. Yes. Um, uh, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo has suggested this very strongly. This is not something that is coming from a quote-unquote thin-skinned president who doesn't like TikTok videos being done about him. Right. <laughs> How incompetent. <laughs> you know, and, and this is why, you know, but again, people are getting newsfotainment, right? It's right. newsfotainment. It just helps them feel better about what they're reading. So anyway, I would say that the clarion call is to every parent to be vigilant, know what your kid has on their phone, and hopefully this program has put you one step closer to having that information in your arsenal so that you can make better decisions. We are out of time for today. Uh, one, two, three, four calls we got to. Praise the Lord. We'll be back tomorrow, <laughs> Lord willing. God bless.